1: You didn't miss anything. Only the first two weeks of the NHL season. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Good lord, dude. Nothing important. Wow, yeah. this
0: is, um, this is unreal that the season has started. I know it's it's weird. You know, almost been two weeks since we went into LA and showed them who's boss.
1: Yeah, uh, during
0: their four-hour Stanley Cup banner <laughs>
1: raising, what a joke! <laughs> what do you mean? If we had wanted it was four hours, we would we would. Savor every second of it. You know we would. So, <laughs> so. doesn't matter. Shut it hasn't. Up. It hasn't
0: happened. So, no. dude, um, there's so much to talk about, dude. We've got uh, six games to to go back over, mm-hmm. and some evaluations of uh, what's happened so far,
1: dude. But first, your trip. It went well. Das
0: Autobahn. <laughs>
1: Did, did you drive the car? I did drive the car, and uh, you can drive very fast in the Autobahn. Did for, you see no,
0: Christian Ehrhoff?
1: I, I did Erhoffs. not, because he's now playing in Pittsburgh. Oh. yeah.
0: I thought maybe he might have taken an off day to fly over there.
1: <laughs> just, you know, just This case. is how
0: you'll drive the car.
1: Yeah, you know, he's just like... <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm Christian... Okay, anyway, I, I played that all the way, though.
0: <laughs> that would be so funny. That's what I had on the stereo. You had, you had the... The windows down, <laughs> driving, <laughs> pantsless on the Autobahn, yeah. listening to techno music. It's the only way to go. Just like Erhoff. It's,
1: it's the only like way to go. Erhoff, dude.
0: Well, I guess we should start with yeah. the LA Kings game, yes? Yes. Uh, the 4 nothing. speaking of pantsing, yeah. of the reigning Stanley Cup champions in LA. I gotta say, there was no better way to start, and certainly... You can make as many excuses as you want on LA's end. And I'm sure that their, you know, 72 hour ceremony did factor into (laughs) their sort of zombie like performance. But the Sharks jumped all over them and I enjoyed it. Like,
1: how could you not?
0: They looked like they had been waiting for this. Right. And I appreciated that. I Uh, needed to see that. I needed to see that. I think we all needed to see that to feel slightly better about their fortune this year.
1: There could have been no more depressing start to a season than to look forward to this game, see the Stanley Cup, get raised in the banner and all that. And then the Sharks just, you know, just lay an egg right there in L.A. But they did it. They didn't. They they manned up and. They went in there, and they they spanked him pretty good. Kept him off the scoreboard, and he had me with the shutout. I mean, not much went wrong. I mean, the, the Sharks were outshot, but... It know, sure
0: didn't feel like it. Well, I mean, it, it didn't feel like they got outshot.
1: You know, when you look at some of these advanced stats and things like that, and you talk about things like Corsi and Fenwick and shot differential and this kind of stuff, a lot of people actually make the distinction between those kinds of numbers when the score is close because... When a team's down by three goals, they start taking a lot more chances. They start putting a lot more shots on net just to see what they can do. And, you know, the teams that are up start going a little bit more into a defensive mode, as the Sharks did in that game, and they tend to give up some more shots. So the fact that the Sharks are outshot is actually not that big of a deal, as far as I'm concerned, you know, because they were up. Uh, they were up pretty big for a good portion of the game, and that's exactly what you would expect. Uh, from a game like that. So I actually went back and looked at all the advanced stats. and I looked at, uh, you know, Corsi Close and Fenwick Close and all those kinds of things. And actually the Sharks did dominate both categories, um, you know, for that game and the next game. Uh, Another game where the Sharks got outshot, but this being the first home game against Winnipeg, another shutout. um, By a different goalie. By a different goalie. And uh, the fact that they didn't, they couldn't score on the power play w- despite eight chances was maybe slight cause for concern. But the fact is they did beat uh, a Winnipeg team that needs to be beaten. You know, this right. is not a, a team that's the class of the Western Conference. Right. I think, you know, it's no surprise that early in this
0: year, Patrick Marlowe is off to a blazing hot start. Right. You know, we've seen and, and that so see, many times. You know, he's tied for the team lead seven points with Brent Burns, which I think has been really encouraging Mm -hmm. to see his play both contributing on the score sheet and looking capable Mm -hmm. in his own end while playing with a rookie. Now he's been playing with Murko Mueller. That's right. Who has been fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. he did sit out a game to -hmm. get to watch what was going on but I don't think it was because he was playing poorly I think that, that I don't think that that's a bad thing we'll get to that a little in a little bit but uh, Burns you know contributing uh, on the score sheet in the Winnipeg game Hurdle getting a goal there Vlasic getting a goal there Marlow getting a goal uh, Wingles in the LA game was yeah. great yeah I mean he's cooled off a little bit since then but that third line has been Pretty good, I think.
1: Really, one of the best surprises of this young season, right? I mean, we, we couldn't never stop talking about how we didn't like how the third line was working last season. And it seems like all of a sudden, even without Rafi Torres, we have a third line that's pretty damn serviceable. I really like Chris Tierney. Yeah. I like I him. I do too. And, and I really like Time Again. I'm a Time Again fan. Yeah. And, and, and he seems to like it. It's
0: the last name on the back of the jersey. I mean, he's yeah. bouncing around a little bit from line to line. I wish that McClellan would would stick with him a little bit more. He seems to get punished and sent down. I mean, you know, they're moving Uriah Hayes up. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, yeah. this was from yesterday's you know debacle in New York. But I mean, seriously. I mean, let's this this guy's got some real promise.
1: Mm-hmm. I has got so. a lot
0: of energy. And even in that game yesterday, they had a shift where they were all over them. Like Mm -hmm. They were all over. They had great possession, very dangerous. And, you know, are they going to struggle against some of the better teams with stronger third lines during the year? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I would rather watch them than watch Shepard, which I'm mortified is going to be what's going to happen when he comes back here sometime
1: this week I have to admit I'm not excited I'm not excited to see him what's come back to, the what's left
0: to see I mean what's yeah. left to see maybe he won't play dude I mean we don't know yeah. he's gonna play I mean mm-hmm. in, in, in and we'll see how close the Sharks as an organization are going to stick to their we're turning this over to the young guys business that's also a topic we'll talk about here in a second but let's keep going through the game so we got the Washington 6-5 shootout win yeah, just yeah. uh an old West, you know, guns blazing both teams. You know, you don't like that the Sharks cough up a three nothing lead, but they find a way to survive and and get out of there uh, with a victory to I guess
1: that's about the best you can hope for when you give Alex Ovechkin two clear looks from inside the you know, from in from the circles. <laughs> right. Guess what's gonna happen? Yeah. When when you let him skate from the half board into the center and give him an open shot. Guess he's gonna score. You want to take
0: you you want to take back your Capitals are gonna suck prediction, dude?
1: No, no. <laughs>
0: you don't want to take it back?
1: No, I'm okay. not gonna take it back. All
0: right, they. I gotta say they look pretty good. They so look pretty far.
1: good. I'll give you that. But we're they six look games good in. So far. I there's know plenty of runway for know, them to dude. suck.
0: I know, but plenty. the fact that it's a Trotz coach team that actually is showing some sort of offensive upside is interesting. Yeah, what I'm saying it's interesting. Okay. Um, how about Sean Scott with the best goal celebration I've ever seen? Yes. Had this huge grin on his face. Twice. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> he, he scores, he roofs it, right? Yeah. And then he ends up fighting behind the net. Right. And then he looks over the bench. and's like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, hey. <laughs> and the guys on the bench are just loving it. I know that was hilarious. That was funny. It was really good.
0: And then said, look, Sean Scott's picking up some speed. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> <I guess laughs> Didn't quite ran. notice. Oh boy, dude! Yeah, that that was that was the highlight of that game for sure.
1: Yeah, it certainly was.
0: The Islanders game, a four-three shootout loss. You pick up a point on the islands to a team that. I mean, I've watched some of their games. They like they
1: dominate. They're pretty. The they're That's, pretty dangerous. Oh yeah, they're they're good. A
0: pretty dangerous team. They go.
1: F- I mean, they play fast i mean they, they played that game at an extremely high speed from the beginning to the end it seemed like they had another gear over the sharks for a good period of that game and i think the sharks scored a couple goals early on not a lot of shots and the islanders were out shooting them significantly and continued to pour it on and eventually came back to tie it i think the sharks gave up what another two goal lead in the third
0: they gave up uh, just a one goal lead. Yeah, they okay. were up two one going into the third, but then to okay. their credit, I mean, they were down three two and the Sharks tied it up. That's so, right. That's right. Um, uh, that one didn't bother me that much. I mean, you don't like to see mm-hmm. the Sharks continuing to give up leads. Mm-hmm. You know, they basically have done it in three of the six games. Now they won two of them and got a point in all three, but. They're leading in in the game and they've given up leads. Like yeah. this is we've seen this so many times. But uh, the Islanders are interesting. Like they they're, they're not bad. They're and Johnny Boychuk looks like he's he's so Shea happy. Weber. Yeah, you know, just pounding it from the point there. Yeah, they're they're going to be an interesting team to to keep track of this year if Halak can play and decently Nick, at all. They have Nick Letty too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the the game in New Jersey, a 4-2 win. Dude, um, spoiling the devil's home opener as I read it right off the NHL.com write-up. Dude, yeah. I mean, this is really a, a, a 3-2 win that is disguised as 4-2. And, because of
1: an empty net goal.
0: Right, but uh, that third period was not good. Shaky. And... <laughs> they're just hanging on to dear life again. Uh, but a win's a win, I guess. Yeah. You take it on the road, right? The devils and, are and not. Niemi played. Niemi played very well. You, he a, did. A, nine, a 9.50 same percentage in that game. He Special did. Special teams strong in that game. Uh, two for four on the power play. Three for three on the kill. So, good and stuff.
1: It, the Devils aren't a very good team. I mean, I am not impressed by the Devils. Well, are you? they
0: started well, and now they've kind of cooled off a little bit.
1: Yeah. But, I, I, Did you see what happened to Havlat? <laughs> Facial lacerations? Dude, like, he looks like he got run over by a truck. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, he looks like he like stuck his face in a blender. It's bad yeah. times for Martin Havlat. I, I didn't bother to
0: care, dude. To look. W- but it's funny. Because Shocking. Because I mean, it's yet, yet another again, like fluky hurt. injury yeah, from Martin Havlat. Yeah. Like
1: pretty soon he's like gonna have an injury from a pillow fight. He'll
0: play less than forty games. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah. Come on, dude. I think he, they need him, guys.
1: He brings the average age of that team down to 37 and a half.
0: <laughs> he's, uh, he's Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. Yeah. Mr. Glass? Yeah, he's Mr. That's he who he is. He's Mr. Glass. I, I can't believe I just cited that film. It's not bad. That's not a good film. It's not
1: bad, though. No. It's not the worst. It's,
0: it's, it's no It's no six. That's, it's no, um, what's the mermaid but, but, in the pool one? Oh. Dude, it's probably Lady the, in the Water.
1: It's probably the second best M Night Shyamalan oh, that's movie, though. Bad. Don't what's you think? The one, what's the one where Mark Wahlberg? The w- happening <laughs> where like all the trees? Like, yeah. Did we see that? <laughs> yeah, we saw it. It was like the trees were poisoning. What the hell was or that, that is, about? Like, all
0: are those like dead bees and stuff? They're like, look at the bees.
1: <laughs> it's, like a remember. horror movie about trees and bees. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of horror films, <laughs> let's talk about the last movie which yeah. which was uh the last game which was the Rangers game getting blanked for nothing at the Garden.
1: Yeah. Not well, good. the Sharks looked like they were on the second half of a back-to-back and the Rangers looked like they were arrested, <laughs> which they were. <laughs> um, the Rangers had
0: been in uh I mean they they had won the the previous game. I mean, they had a pretty lousy start to their year too, but but they sure didn't look lousy. I In the, the game against the the sharks. I thought they played pretty well.
1: The first period, I thought the sharks played yeah, okay. Yeah, no, they and just ran it, out of gas. And then it looked like they got they got caught up to, and then they made some particularly stupid mistakes. Um, well,
0: when it, it it when New York scored, it all just kind of fell apart.
1: Yeah, that's like true.
0: The the gas came out of the car
1: fast. right and then you know staylocks kind of had a trouble with the rebound and then Murko Mueller and burns like just n- dis- neither of them decided to cover chris Kreider, and then it just sort of snowballed so well, that's well, one of those things you just kind of want to forget about as quickly as possible and move on because we'll if,
0: see if they can I mean, we've got boston coming up
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we'll see if they're able to just put it behind them or if they're going to end this trip on a sour note, dude, um, I've kind of uh broken up some talking points for us into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Do we have any emails we wanna do first or I don't think we have I thought we had one. I know we got uh one from
1: uh Emily, oh yeah, saying that
0: uh she's still listening,
1: yeah, she wished we found a silver lining, and it was we it was very confusing to me because a different Emily emailed us after we explained what we were talking about, I think on the last podcast. And she's like, I love it when you guys are negative. And I'm like, we got a few, we got I, a few like that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand this. Like Emily just emailed us and said, we should find a silver lining. And then Emily emailed us and said, I love it when you guys are negative. And then I realized it was two different. Emilys.
0: There we got one here from uh, teasing.
1: Oh yeah. Um, he was just, uh, commenting on the first game. That was immediately after. So, uh, Tracy was on a high after the uh, Sharks beat the crowd. Oh, that's right. So that was fun. Gosh,
0: she's my favorite <laughs> listener. <laughs> I gotta say.
1: How long are we gonna keep this up? All year. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh,
0: dude. Uh huh. Well, I've sort of broken this up into talking points for us into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Dude. Okay. So let's start with the good. Okay. What do you think has been good so far? Sharks have nine points. Yeah, coming out of the first six games, that's good, right?
1: That's good. Okay, what else? I think the goaltending's been good.
0: I agree. It's, I mean, they've each had one stinkeroo, right? But otherwise, they've had, you know, several solid performances. I so. think they
1: have like identical save percentages. They really do. I looked it's an identical the same. number of saves or something. Yeah. So they're both and they're besties.
0: Well. <laughs> they have pinky rings. They're BFFs. Mm, we have magic <laughs> butterfly tattoos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the tramp stamp area, <laughs> um, yeah. So I I like I like to see that. Um, I certainly think Merko Mueller is in the good.
0: Yeah, I mean he's been good. I think the point that people make about him is you don't really notice him, and I guess that that's true in terms of
1: for a rookie defenseman, you take it sure. in a situation yeah. like that. I
0: mean he doesn't seem to be over his head,
1: right? Right. He seems to be capable. He seems to make the right decision most of the time. He doesn't try to play too crazy, try to do a lot of things himself. He plays a very solid game, had a couple mistakes against the Rangers, but a lot of people did. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I can't say I was that impressed in the rookie game and things like that, but he just sort of brings the game every night. Yeah. I
0: think that rookie game, I mean, it's gotta be just, yeah, it's just, it's just just weird.
1: Anyway, you're playing with random dudes. Anyway, Uh, third line, third line's been great that's i think that's the number one good thing so far maybe even over the goaltending because you know with kennedy hurt and and rafi torres hurt you know it was like great who are we going to give the third line to and it right. seems wingles is uh ably centering that line uh
0: the power play with the exception of the 0 for 8 against the jets uh it's 11th in the league 21 it's not bad over 20% bad. is
1: good. Yeah. So you take it.
0: How about standing up for your teammates, dude? I've noticed some standing up for teammates. Uh, DeJardin especially, yeah. has gotten into a few scraps. I feel like there has been, whenever there's been a questionable hit, which hasn't been yeah. many right. so far, but I, I like that. I mean, I, I feel like so far that has been noticeable and i've been looking for that Mm -hmm. i mean after their team bonding trip to tahoe (laughs) right i i was hoping to see a change in that because i'm that was a problem last year after hurdle got run and every whenever anybody would get hit no one would do anything right they just sort of wait for someone to do something and nothing ever happened yeah so to see immediate responses given you know these are fourth line players doing this if this happens in a situation where you've got uh, top-line players out there. I mean, you know, even Joe has looked a little salty at times. Yeah, yeah. You know, saltier than normal. I like that. I'm hoping that they are playing with a little bit more of an edge. I mean, yep. This is never going to be a dirty team. It's and never going like to be like a bruiser team, yeah. But but they do have, I mean, w- we're back to that label of being soft. I mean, yeah. remember that was the knock on the Sharks? Yeah,
1: yeah. Soft.
0: And I think after crumbling against the Kings, that label is back. So mm-hmm. I
1: think they've taken some steps to fix that too. Yep. I agree. All right. What else you got? What's the bad? Oh, uh, what's the bad? Um, Well, certainly g- g- having a bunch of goals given up in the third period isn't good. Yeah. Giving up leads to three teams when
0: you're winning is uh, not good I mean it, and that's that's something that they've needed to fix and they just haven't right they've never fixed that <laughs> no <Nope. laughs>
1: no I don't think so
0: um, the total lack of follow through in the change of leadership yeah
1: <laughs> yeah okay yeah
0: let's talk about this yeah 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 how disappointed were you or did you care at all, when you found out who were wearing the A's,
1: yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand it. It just, it's like, really, it's like we're gonna make this big stink about turning the team over to the young guys, and then Thorn and Marlo get the A's. It's like, why do we even talk about it? Like, why do they even pull the C off of th- off a of jumbo if that's what they're gonna do? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It's almost like they decided, like, oh yeah, we're gonna have this plan, and then they just kind of wist out at the last minute and said, like, oh, okay. I'm worried about it. And I'll tell you why. Because I think this is... In, I I think it could have
0: been perceived as insulting to your young star yeah. in Logan Couture. Yeah. You're going to trot him out there with, with Pavelski and Vlasic at the Winter Classic press conference and all this. He's the one making statements in the press basically all summer. And then when it's time to give out A's, he doesn't get one. Right. And the other two guys do? When I... I mean, you, you don't know what to believe, but uh, they're talking about it on Hockey Central, and they were saying that he was greatly disappointed. I mean, these are guys who are plugged into the league. They could also be totally full of crap. Right. But that was the comment. So do you want your young star, your franchise young star, to be greatly disappointed?
1: No. <sighs> it's, yeah, I, d- I don't understand the strategy if there is one. It seems like this is a... An off-the-cuff decision-making scheme there doesn't seem to be a plan in place it's just sort of like all right well we'll just kind of go with the way it's going you know oh jumbo's being cool again we'll give him an a okay you know it's like there's not really like a th- there isn't like a, a plan or a strategy in place I, I don't really get it it's like if you you started this whole mess you th- you threw the original grenades saying that we need to turn this team over to the young guys you know, back it up and turn the team over to the young guys. I mean, okay, you can't trade Thornton to Marlowe. I get it. Or you're not going to ask him for a trade or whatever the situation is with those guys. They're not going to leave the team. Fine. Then still, you got to at least give the, the younger players an opportunity to step up.
0: Marlowe and Thornton are playing double the power play time of Hurdle and Nieto. Double. Yeah. So... Now they're off to a hot start. I mean, these guys are they're they're, they're playing, playing well. They're playing so well. So it's, it's I'm not questioning it based on their performance. Right. I'm questioning it based on the philosophy that was put out to the team to the young players. Yeah. Who are hearing they're going to have an opportunity, and then Hurdle and Nieto are barely playing two minutes of power play time a game, and all the same guys are gobbling it up. Right. The only person who's not there is Dan Boyle. So, right. and who's taking those minutes? Another veteran player in Brent Burns. So, really, I guess we're winning, and the start of the season is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just, I wonder what the long-term ramifications like fallout are will of be, this. Yeah, is there going to be when fallout? you have made these bold statements? gotten the hopes up of younger players and now they're sitting there there's already apparently a divide between you know the younger and the older generation in the locker room and is this just making it worse yeah Uh, it's hard to know we will never know
1: no we'll never know
0: but i i don't understand it yeah you know i don't
1: understand it all right yeah the ugly okay um Uh, what's ugly? I don't, I mean, I can't say too much has been really ugly at this point. Well, too early. This would be my comment. And and I don't even know if it's necessarily
0: a bad thing. There definitely is an open competition on D. Mm -hmm. And if you're not playing well, Mm -hmm. then you're going to sit. Right. And there have been some guys who have been part of that revolving door. We've seen Jason Damaris, who I think has high expectations for him. He's already been scratched.
1: Right. Matt Irwin. In and Matt out.
0: Irwin was scratched for two games. Then he came out. He scored two goals against the Islanders. And since then, he's had nothing in a minus two. Mm-hmm. So, Hannon has been Hannon. He's been fine. I mean, right. You know, he's Scott Hannon, And Mueller sort of got the courtesy scratch. So, I would put Damaris in the ugly. Yeah. Because... For a guy who's supposed to fill the boil void.
1: Right. He's been a big zero so far. Yeah. He hasn't... Disappointing. It is disappointing. You know, it seems like he's, you know, scrabbling for time like everybody else. Like him and Scott Hannon are on even ground at this point. And that's not
0: acceptable. I
1: mean, it really isn't. (laughs) It's not good. That shouldn't...
0: But should we really be surprised? I mean, this guy has been in and out of... The doghouse Mm -hmm. For five years really Right I mean he's been hot And he's had great year And then crappy year And then last year He had a really good year When he wasn't being relied on To play any True tough minutes Mm -hmm. And now I mean he's still He's on the third pair You know And this guy I wanted to see more from him dude I mean he's really the only thing That I would put into the ugly category
1: Yep. Yep. But all in all, I mean, this is a, a pretty satisfactory beginning of the season. Sure. Now, nah, dude, hmm?
0: I don't want to be, you know, Barbara Streisand and rain on your parade. Yeah. But I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Based on this start, what's different? Nothing. Dude? Nothing is what's different. different? <laughs> it's the same. What's I know. different?
1: It's what I was thinking too. It's the same thing. It's the same team. Same deal.
0: It's, there's nothing that's happened so far that has made me feel like anything is going to be different. Right. We've seen the hot start. We enjoy it. Right. I am enjoying watching them play. Even the stupid Rangers game. I yeah. watched I watched the whole thing. Yeah, me too. And I've enjoyed watching them.
1: And, you know, what's different a little bit, if, if we want to try and find a silver lining, is we're definitely seeing at least... I think three young players that have a real shot in this league. I mean, Marco Mueller being one of them, obviously. And then we have talk about tyranny and time again. I mean, these are, you know, time again's not technically a rookie as 30 some odd NHL games, but you know, these are young guys. I think that can contribute going forward. So that's a good thing. I, I, I like that. I don't want to see those guys leave the lineup for guys like, you know, James Shepard.
0: So, when Mr. Shepard returns this week from his AHL conditioning stint, mm. what's going to happen? Where's he going to play, dude? Is he going to play? I don't think so. You don't think he's going to play?
1: Uh, maybe, I, I guess, you know, you could make a case that maybe you swap out Burrish, although I don't think Burrish has been bad.
0: Burrish is second on the team in penalty kill time. Yeah. They're not going to sit him.
1: Yeah. I don't think he's been bad. So so
0: he plays, I guess he plays for Ariah Hayes.
1: Yeah. Right? Which I'm fine with.
0: So he'll play on the fourth line, right? With Desjardins and Burrish. right? Right. Okay. Because Mike Brown is hurt,
1: mm-hmm. and, and John, John Scott, Scott is John Scott. He's just still smiling <laughs> from the goal. <laughs> uh, is John
0: Scott going to play against Boston? He's going to play on. He's going to play tomorrow night, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think who their who's their heavyweight. Let me click
0: uh, maybe they don't have one, but they've got Luchich. They've got Chara. Yeah, but I those mean,
1: guys aren't going to tangle with John Scott. That's, there's no but chance. But that's the point. That's the point. I guess, yeah. Right? That's, well, they have Adam McQuaid.
0: I mean, the, the whole point of having him is so that
1: those guys don't... Bobby Robbins. Oh, no, yeah,
0: it is Bobby Robbins. Who's yeah, Bobby, Bobby Robbins. Robbins? He's like a career minor leaguer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's like in his 30s, I think.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Adam McQuaid's kind of a big kid too.
0: Yeah, I I think we're gonna see John Scott tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly the kind of team that you. The whole reason why you got him mm-hmm. was to protect your guys against a Chara, a who's you know just running around flipping the bird to everybody
1: <laughs> or making obscene gestures and so mm. forth. Dude, I mean, we're
0: kind of done with the sharks right
1: well dude there's actually another uh you know sort of difference that i i this being a podcast and being uh sort of preferably connect connected to broadcasting we should talk about what do you think of the new uh broadcast pairings like what do you think of jamie baker in the television booth i don't know if you've heard any of the radio broadcasts i haven't heard any of the radio broadcasts
0: uh i like it i mean it's fine you know i mean it's different
1: it's very different isn't it it? it's different
0: but but i don't I've always liked Jamie Baker. Yeah, me too. I mean, And I just, I think it's different. Is it as entertaining? No.
1: Yeah, not yet.
0: It's, I, mean, I don't think it's ever going to be as entertaining. I don't think Jamie Baker's an entertainer like Drew is.
1: That's true. He's he's a little bit more. And Drew's doing a lot of tap
0: dancing right now up in Edmonton. Let me tell you, probably a lot.
1: Oh my God. That yeah. team's
0: piss poor. They're balls. But yeah. I like Baker. I like his approach and I think he's interesting. I think he's insightful. I think he says some really interesting things about the, maybe he provides a little bit more insight than drew does. Maybe. Yeah. I I mean, mean,
1: certainly he has that player's insight of, you know, what it's like to be out there in certain situations and drew, you know, obviously who was an assistant coach in the early days of the sharks, um, you know, he drew never played in the NHL. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit different. It's funny you can really—you're you, so used to that Drew and Randy sort of rhythm that they have, right? And that rhythm is just not there. It's not
0: there yet. Well, it's not their I'm fault. Sh- I mean, right. it's impossible. Yeah, to I'm
1: sure I'll get there. create that from scratch from the get go. But it's—it's—it's it's, it's a little bit jarring when you watch wow. these games at first because you're so used to that and. Uh, and it's not quite the same you know they're sort of interrupting each other a little bit here and there which you know Drew and Randy never used to do and things like that but no I like Jamie Baker I think he's doing a, I think he does a good job and I think he has interesting things to say which is more than you can say for a lot of color guys in the NHL
0: well let us know what you guys think of the new broadcast pairing especially
1: Hedekin. I think that's probably even a tougher transition is is going from you know basically a studio in studio guy right. who has Essentially, twenty to twenty-five minutes to come up with something to say, and then about two minutes to say it in the break.
0: Yeah, but he did a lot of those games in the glass and stuff. I mean, he, yeah, I I haven't heard him yet. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably fine. But people who have heard him, let us know what you think. Um, be curious to get yeah. your feedback.
1: Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to know because I haven't. I haven't listened to it on the radio. I've only been watching the the television broadcasts.
0: Well, dude. Um. Some news today, dude. Let's talk about Slava Voinov, shall we?
1: Wow. wow. <laughs> not surprising at all. Oh, you mean in terms of the reaction? Uh,
0: from the NHL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know Slava Voinov. Yeah, <laughs> not surprising. This guy, I met him. I yeah, knew he was like that. <laughs> you know, all the kings. No, yeah. I'm just kidding.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, given the whole Ray Rice situations yeah. and all those kinds of things, I mean, there's no other action that the NHL can take at this point. Is there? No, absolutely. Yeah, they
0: not. have to. And you know, they were having, I thought a questionable debate about it on hockey central today where, oh, I don't know. I felt like it was a little too old boys club kind of like, well, you know, what do we really know? It's
1: like, yeah. Uh, yeah
0: but I mean, here's the thing he's suspended, he's still gonna be paid, right, and so if he is innocent, then he's not playing, but it's not like he's out of a livelihood right you know? but yeah you, you have to take these steps like this, mm-hmm. I think it's one hundred percent valid, dude, and fortunately, we haven't had a situation like this. On the sharks, right. you know, and hopefully we never will. But uh, it's sad. I mean, it's sad how this has kind of creeped its way into to sports in the last couple months in a more public way. It's probably been there all yeah, along, that's, dude. That's the right. Thing. And now it's just well, remember the, the whole forefront. Varlamov thing,
1: Varlamov? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah there was that, I mean, and, and that they, too a different reaction there. I think those charges yeah. were eventually dropped, but. You know, the NHL and the team reacted differently at that. You're time. You're going to play. He continued to play, but obviously, given you know the way things have gone the last year in the NFL, uh, you know you can't uh. you can't afford to do that anymore. I think you know there's a pretty good argument to be made that. Um, you know, it's like some of these sports leagues don't seem to be exactly uh, in touch with their uh, female constituency and their female right, fans, and right, and you got to do the right thing in these kinds of situations. And I think you know this is without a doubt the right thing.
0: Who's been the most surprising team for you so far?
1: Uh, Buffalo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're terrible. Buffalo. No, they're just so bad. I. They're not. They're the least surprising. Um. Uh. Let's see here, I mean Nashville, I mean Nashville hasn't lost i you know, but you know five, six games into the season, there's a lot of variability in all these things um it's not i I can't say anything is super surprising right now uh i I gotta say calgary calgary's surprising four yeah.
0: and three they went into Chicago and won, you know they've been competitive in every game but one and like they don't appear they appear to be you know taking on that um they they appear very phoenix coyotes like oh yeah you know and maybe not as just wholly defensive minded but and their goalies are just soaking up 40 shots <laughs> and yeah. like they'll beat you 2 to 1 or something right. they play their asses off now can they sustain it Probably not.
1: I just they don't have. But horses. it's it's
0: interesting. I mean, like I, you know, for it's a town that has kind of gotten pummeled the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel good for that. I'm I'm happy. I mean, like I think for that franchise to see a little bit of a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Uh, how about Colorado? Just uh, yeah, looking like a dog. Yeah, they're... early. And they've got the s- third worst goal differential in the league.
1: Yeah. They're
0: both their goalies are on the shelf. Varlamov and Barra both on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh not good. I mean, a one four and one start. Carolina is terrible. Buffalo's terrible. Florida is terrible.
1: Yeah. Edmonton is terrible. Edmonton oh is God. so bad. They've got a That's they hilarious have how bad they are. To
0: take a flamethrower to that. They have to.
1: Yeah, I th- I was reading some article and they said they have to trade Jordan Everly at this point. You hold on to the Nuge, you hold on to Taylor Hall, and everything else. You 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 got to get rid of Everlay. Who's gonna get-
0: take Neil Yakupov? Who's gonna? De- That's what, uh, why you trade Everly. <laughs> what a huge! This guy.
1: Yeah. Is uh. He's like the he's, second coming of Philatov. He's he is. He kind of is. A
0: great. Plays no defense. He's right. a total zero.
1: Philly do PK. Oh, my <laughs>
0: gosh. He's, he, what a terrible pick. I mean, really. Dude.
1: But I have to think, you know, in a different situation, in a different system, he might actually have flourished. But, I mean, they have no freaking clue what they're doing. They put this guy into this situation, and he's just like, why should I even care, you know? Yeah. So, so when is trouble. Eberle
0: going to the Flyers?
1: <laughs> totally. I'll give
0: you Eberle for um Luke Shen
1: and a third. <laughs> Claude Giroux. Yeah. The Flyers <laughs> will trade Claude Giroux for that. Oh man. Well, who knows. Yeah, yeah. Who, who cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it's great to have hockey going again and the Sharks yeah. are playing and
0: uh well, it's it's a good start, dude. It's it's about as good a start as as you could hope for in terms yeah, of points.
1: I think so. I we have some very winnable games coming up yeah, here. Well, you know, the, Boston obviously is going to always going to be tough in Boston, tough but, one, but then we have Columbus and Buffalo at home. Yeah. You know, I
0: wouldn't sleep on Columbus, and the thing that yeah. worries me about Columbus is I think if you look at their schedule, uh I think they they're gonna just be sitting here waiting for us they haven't played since saturday so we're gonna be coming back from a road trip and they will have already been here yeah so that game, they could be here yeah they're here they could be here now yeah so that game actually really worries me and columbus with missing so many guys they're still playing pretty decently that game that game makes me nervous i could see us losing that game Mm mm-hmm and then, you know, if we don't beat Buffalo, dude, then we just don't deserve to live. Yeah. <laughs> I think we get
1: relegated to, like, the uh, the what championship did, or what whatever. What did
0: Ted Nolan say? He's like, this is like a bunch of junior hockey players. <laughs> oh. <laughs> S- get second game he said that. Uh. Oh. <laughs> so so bad, dude. So yeah,
1: bad. and and did you hear what Erhoff said? He's just like, yeah, he's like, Buffalo just sucked. He's like, <laughs> he basically just said Buffalo sucked. He's like, I thought we might actually get better. We might actually get some good players. Nah, it never happened. Like, <laughs> we just never were any good at all.
0: He'll take their money to leave. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. He,
1: he got a good deal, and he, now he's in Pittsburgh. I yeah. mean, that's a huge upgrade for Christian Erhoff. That's I mean, right. <laughs> I don't wish that guy any <laughs> ill will.
0: No, sure. I... I I hope he misses many a net. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so good. He's shooting it
1: right over. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> All, right, dude, All right, dude. Any uh, ending thoughts here for uh, the f- the first uh, f- week or two of the season?
0: Um, I will be doing my best to uh, to split my attention between oh, the World, yeah. Series World Series and huh? the Sharks this week, dude. But.
1: It was pretty funny. Uh, there was like NLCS game, and I was definitely watching the Islanders.
0: <laughs> you probably were in the major league minority. In oh the, yeah, uh,
1: I did. I didn't even consider watching the Giants game. I only was watching the Islanders. It was game.
0: funny. Like after the Giants, like the Giants won and went, you know, the World Series. They've got Travis Ishikawa, a guy right. who was released by Pittsburgh. He's played for like six teams in the last two years or something like that. Really this guy is now the starting left fielder after not playing left field, except for like two games this year (laughs) in the world series. And he hits the, you know, game winning, you know, NLCS clinching home run. Right. And the guy who hit the tying home run, you know, had been out, you know, for weeks with an injury comes up and sort of, you know, clobbers one off of just unhittable reliever. Right. And my wife turns to me and says, you know, the Giants are nothing like the Sharks. (laughs) And my wife knows nothing about sports. Right.
1: But she knows that. I said, you know what, honey? You are 100% right. You're
0: right. Because on paper, and I tried explaining this, and I think she got it. (laughs) I mean, on paper, the Sharks, on paper, in terms of the rest of the teams in the NHL, are way better than the Giants on paper in terms of the rest of Major League Baseball. Right. It's, you know, the Giants are probably a a lower mid-third team, whereas the Sharks are probably a top-five team, right? Right. At least in previous years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No one's picking the Giants to win the World Series at the beginning of the year, and so many people always pick the Sharks.
1: Right. Not this year, right? Greg Wyshynski picked the Sharks to win the Cup last year.
0: Right. I mean, so many people did and there's just something and i know you don't believe in a lot of that you know hocus pocus mumbo jumbo dude but there's something about the giants yeah. and if you want living proof i know of how their own general manager calls them cockroaches, too. He says, they're cockroaches. <laughs> they will not die. And it's true. <laughs> and it's enjoyable. And again, they are underdogs to the Kansas City Royals. And that just... I
1: never thought those words would be spoken. They are underdogs. Underdogs Vegas to the Kansas City Royals. To
0: the Royals, dude. And I am glad... <laughs> Because that means they will win the whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah. So. You're win it again. Go Giants, dude. Go, go Giants. Sharks. Go
1: Giants, go Sharks. And we'll see you soon. Next week.
0: Hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.